This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk. Wednesday edition in the borough. We're going to talk some more high school football. We had Murphy Fair on yesterday. We got it all figured out. Our guest today had it figured out last year. He's going to try to do it again this year. Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy joins us. Coach, how you been? Been good, man. Appreciate you joining us today. How's practice going? Uh, not too bad. You know, we've had uh, Amanda Tilbury uh, dead period two weeks off. You know, you can tell we had a couple weeks off, but uh, we're getting back in the hang of things. Mur- I mean, as I mentioned, Murphy and I were talking yesterday. Last year, without with the with the lack of spring ball and with everything that was going on. That first month of the season was kind of rough looking football for a lot of teams, wasn't it? It was. Uh, we we said the same thing. It was it was some ugly football, you know, not getting to have scrimmages, didn't let us have jamborees uh, and stuff like that. So there was a lot of mistakes and, uh, you know, but we were real happy just to be playing. So, you know, you didn't get any complaints out of the coaches or the players. We were just happy to be out there. No, and, you know, I wouldn't have thought that would have happened, you know, as late as, you know, 1st of July. So, uh, everybody was fortunate to get in. I know most everybody was affected one way or the other, whether they lost a game due to themselves or to somebody else. But to get the season in, uh, that was big. It was important. And uh, I know you had you had several seniors, and it was, it was quite a time for them. Yeah, yeah, our seniors, uh, you know, they they really appreciated football after we were worried that it might be taken away from them. And, uh, you know, some of our guys that played in the spring sports, you know, they did lose out on their season. So it was uh, it was definitely a, a, a unique year. And, and like I said, we had a couple games that we didn't get to play. Uh, you know, Germans came out of Memphis. They weren't allowed to start out right away. And uh, we had – uh, team out of Clarksville that, that couldn't play us. Uh, but we tried to replace those games as good as we could. And, and uh, uniquely, we got to play Brentwood in the regular season, something we had never done, and end up playing them again in the state championship. So I thought that was that was pretty neat how that all fell together. Well, you've been to the Blue Cross Championships uh, the last two years, winning last year's uh, really convincingly run through the um, the playoffs. And 
you know but i know every team's different um but the mindset the culture you've built uh, those guys have quite a drive to get back there again i would imagine yeah you know i mean it's just like you know it's uh it's easy to say you know you gotta go out there and do it uh so it's it's real tough to repeat you know this county uh you know knows that for certain i know that smyrna did it uh, a few years back it's just been hard for anybody in Murfreesboro to ever go back to back and and uh you know it's it's just tough and and a lot of it is uh you know you lose some good people but then also it's just uh you got to get your mindset back on track you know be hungry again uh not be just satisfied uh, with winning that one so you know it's a lot between the ears uh whenever you try to win that second one we're joined today by Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy. Um, coach, um, scheduling has become a bugaboo uh, for you guys in recent years. Um, although I will say this, uh, you got to tip the hat to Hendersonville. Um, y'all uh, typically open the season up every year, and we'll we'll do so again. Yeah, you know Hendersonville, they they've been good for several years, and you know run a unique offense. Uh, similar to ours and so they've had hard hard time filling their schedule and uh they've never shot away from competition and so uh like i said yeah give Hendersonville credit they've uh they've been a pretty constant uh opponent on our schedule over the years and opening up with them uh, uh be a real good test for us and then week two you take the show on the road literally all the way into mississippi uh on a saturday afternoon two o'clock game that's going to be on ESPN two. You played in one of those before, I know, or Oakland has. I don't know if you were there then, um, but um, yeah. at, against Blackman, yeah. And um, uh, those are challenging games, but I'm sure to get the opportunity to have your your program on TV, that's got to be extremely exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't here when we played Blackman, and I did get to watch it on TV. I thought it was pretty neat you know, with a lot of talent on the field getting to showcase uh, their brand. But we did end up playing Hillsboro uh, on ESPN2 a couple years later. And, and uh, you know, it was just a unique uh, situation in which, you know, all these TV timeouts and uh, all these huge towers for lights and cameras and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, we don't have to worry about that. They're doing that uh, at MRA. You know, MRA's field is the host field. Uh, we just have to get there, and that's six and a half hours. Uh, we've got a little itinerary already put together, but uh, it's going to be one of those deals where we're going to have to spend the night, and, and we actually play at 2.30. So you can imagine how hot it's going to be in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, <coughs> on a Saturday at 2.30. So uh, it's going to be a, a challenge for sure. MRA's won two out last three state championships, uh, predicted to, to win it again this year in Mississippi. Uh, so they're a really good private school team uh, that's uh, got some really, really talented players coming back. So they got a lot of their guys coming back, uh, similar to us. And, uh, you know, they got a nice turf field. They're the Patriots. So there's a lot of similarities and should be a great game. And I think that's why ESPN is going to carry it. Well, you mentioned a lot of TV timeouts, and you mentioned how hot it's going to be. You'll probably welcome some of them timeouts. Yeah, normally, you know, it kind of – messes with the flow of the game but shoot i'll be over there drinking water i promise you i'll need as much as i can out there at 2 30 in the afternoon 
I can't imagine how hot it's going to be. Um, you also on your schedule, you've got South Pittsburgh, uh, great uh, venue. Um, you know, I mean, uh, the whole town revolves around that program, and uh, that'll be that'll be a, a nice um, little trip as well. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a pretty neat deal. Uh, right now, we've only signed a one-year contract with these guys, and uh, it's one of those deals where we want our guys to experience, you know, the game night uh, environment of some of these They live and die by football, and uh, they have a great tradition. And you know, they're coming off a state runner-up. They're in the smallest classification, but you know, they got a few players on their team, and I promise you, they'll be ready to play. Uh, it's a it's a neat matchup, and again, got to give those guys credit. We we pass through several towns that have six eight teams in them that would play us. So you got to give credit to South Pittsburgh that that would play us. And you also uh, play an, another private school in uh, CPA, which is um, they, I think they're moving up in their class. I mean, they're still Division Two, uh, but uh, they've been a they've been a pretty dominant program. Yeah, a lot of respect for their coaches and players over at CPA. We know a lot about those guys because they've been playing Riverdale uh, last couple of years. Uh, I think they've beaten Riverdale the last couple of years. And then they've gone on and, and won the state championship. Uh, in the. Uh, so, you know, a lot of respect for CPA, and, and they do a heck of a job. And they've got a ton of seniors back. So it's another good matchup. Unfortunately, we have to play during fall break, but, uh, we're going to play on Thursday. That way our guys get a little bit of a break anyway. But uh, fall break, that would be a great matchup for people that are still in town. You know, a lot of people will probably be out, out of town. We might be the only ones playing that week. But uh, it would be a great matchup. And, uh, you know, the Nashville stations are trying to get that on TV. But I don't know. We hadn't, we hadn't figured out whether we're going to do that one on TV yet or not. And you were going to be playing a school out of Boca Raton, Florida. I don't know if COVID kind of messed that up still, but uh, you ended up dropping that game and you added Beacon Hill out of Virginia. What do you know about them? You know, I don't know a lot about them. Uh, I do know that, you know, the team out of Boca Raton has agreed to play us the next year. So, you know, if everything's going well with COVID, uh, you know, they're just a little hesitant to leave the state. And, uh, you know, they've they've got a, uh, some COVID restrictions still in place at their school. So uh, they're just being really cautious. And uh, they've agreed to fly up here, which I thought that was pretty neat, uh, the next year. And uh, they're going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. Uh, but at the same time, Beacon Hill, uh, private school out of uh, Virginia, uh, played most of their games. Uh, you know, in Richmond, Virginia, and uh, just happened to have a former player living in that area, and he he hooked us up. So we were able to uh, to get a game together with those guys, and and like I said, you just never know what you're going to get when you when you're facing an out of town opponent. And you know, uh, a lot of people that don't follow things real real closely, the state of Virginia is pretty rich in talent. Oh wow, yeah, trust me. Uh, there's a section of Virginia where there's a lot of NFL guys from, you know, a lot of uh, D1 athletes come uh, from that area. So we know all about uh, the, the rich talent in that part of the, the country. 
Uh, Shenandoah Valley, I think it is, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, is this the toughest non-conference schedule you've had? You know, it is pretty tough. Uh, you know, I think uh, the more we get into the season, the better it's out. I know my first year, uh, you know, we we had a, a state champ uh, out of Alabama and Hoover. And we played Hillsborough, the state runner-up, I think, in, in 5A. And uh, ended up having Pulaski Academy, and we ended up didn't get to play those guys. But, you know, when I got here, you know, Coach McDaniels had the same problem. And it's a good problem to have, you know, uh, just finding opponents to play and, and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, I think that tough non-region schedule uh, is part of the reason maybe why I got the job here, you know. There was a lot of good coaches that are like, well, I'm not playing, not playing that, that crazy of a schedule. But I was lucky, uh, you know, lucky to get the job. And, and uh, like I said, we took a few uh, bumps along the way, but, uh, sometimes uh, playing good quality opponents, even if you catch that loss, you know, even if you come up short, you learn a lot about yourself uh, more so than just going out and just pummeling somebody by 50 points. So uh, I think uh, I think a lot of those non-region games are going to get us ready for the playoffs, and especially going on the road and, and having a win in a hostile environment. I think, I think that's uh, tough to do, and uh, – you know, talk about the fourth round of the playoffs. It's always the home team that seems to be winning. So uh, we got to figure out how to get on the road and, and come away with a road win uh, in the playoffs. And hopefully we'll learn a lot about that over the first couple weeks of the season. Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy join us today. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We have treatments for the skin of your face. So not only do we want you to see young, we want you to look younger too. Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. Get rid of a lot of that sun damage, even wrinkles. We can now treat in our office with the latest technology. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial behind SunTrust Bank. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. 
Jennings and Ayers. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy joins us. We've been talking about their schedule now. We're talking about his team. Uh, coach, you, you lost a pretty good quarterback, but uh, in talking with you the other day, sounds like he got a good battle going for that position, which I know coaches like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, especially since I coach quarterbacks, it's always good to have competition. Um, we've got Cade Hewitt, you know, came in, uh, started a couple games for uh, Riverdale last year. Max Levinsky got some playing time for us uh, last year. Silas Teat is a good good young quarterback. J.D. Wheaton led our freshman team to an undefeated season. Uh, so we got four that are getting reps right now, and, uh, we're going to whittle that down to two uh, and figure out who's going to be varsity and who's going to be JV. But uh, right now, like I said, competition makes the world go round. So uh, we're really happy to have those guys competing. And uh, they realize that, you know, there's not anybody just settled for the starting row. We could uh, play somebody in there at any So that's always to have competition, especially, you know, at the quarterback position. Uh, you know, we always like to do that. And, and then, of course, uh, uh, hopefully we'll have some competition uh, at our kicking spot. We lost a Mr. Football candidate uh, as our kicker and a really good player at quarterback, so they're both going to be hard to replace. In your backfield, uh, you've got a great one-two punch. Uh, Jordan James, who's uh, committed to Georgia, and then and Antonio Patterson both had just outstanding seasons last year. Yeah, they did. And, uh, you know, ironically, they both – you know, had different amounts of carries against different opponents at different times, but both those guys averaged 9.9 yards a carry. I mean, who has ever heard of numbers like that? And uh, so, you know, you can give one guy the ball one way and give the other guy the ball the other way, and you still know that you got a playmaker that can take you to the house at any time. And, and like I said, anytime you average almost 10 yards a carry, it's phenomenal. Both of them can block. Both of them can catch the ball out of the backfield. And uh, both of them have done a really good job for us in the offseason. Well, let me ask you this. As a coach, do you like it when a kid goes ahead and commits and kind of gets part of that out of the way? I know schools are still going to come after James and try to get him to flip, but uh, when they kind of get that decision, you know, at least the initial decision out of the way – does that kind of end some of the distractions? It does, and and he wants to kind of get it out of the way. He he wants to have a good senior year, and he wants to concentrate on Oakland's football team. He's still playing high school football. You know, a lot of 17, 18-year-olds lose sight of that. Uh, they're more worried about where they're going to be playing on Saturdays, and they end up getting there, and they set the bench for three or four years. But he's worried about who he's playing for on Friday nights, and, and we're, we're glad he feels that way. And He's gone on and committed to Georgia, and uh, 
you know, Antonio Patterson, I think uh, he's gotten a couple offers, and he's just going to kind of see if he gets a few more, so it may be a little bit longer before he commits. And, uh, you know, like I said, he's got plenty of time. There's some people that didn't even know about him coming into his junior year, and I don't think COVID helped any because there weren't any football camps for him to go to. And he's been on the circuit. He's really showed off uh, his abilities. Uh, to some colleges, and they're following him in his senior year. So uh, he may wait till the end season to commit. Up front, you were really tough last year. And talking to you the other day, you did take some graduation hits there, but um, you've been able to plug in the pieces, and I'm sure you're expecting to do that this year. Yeah, you know, uh, Cassius Thorpe, uh, he actually blew his knee out uh, and came back from a torn ACL and just played on it uh, in the playoffs. It was phenomenal. You know, uh, people don't realize this. Of course, we didn't tell anybody at the time, but Cassius had a torn ACL. Uh, Isaiah Horton had a partially torn MCL. Uh, Jordan James tore his MCL completely and played on it all year long without complaining. Uh, It's just amazing. You know, you get a lot of these guys, these high-profile players, and they get injured, and automatically you would think that they would just uh, concentrate on their post, you know, post high school career. And these guys uh, did a heck of a job of fighting through what they were going through, and uh, you know, just playing their guts out for us and our school. And I got a lot of respect for those guys. And you mentioned Isaiah Horton, another heavily recruited athlete that um, plays receiver for you. Um, he's been a little dinged, as you as you said, and uh, may not get him back till what you know, right before the season. Yep, yep, yep. And he's uh, you know he's repaired his knee, but you know we thought maybe you know, it would repair on its own, but it, it's taken a, a pretty good while, and it just kept on uh, you know having a lot of fluid, a lot of blood in the fluids, and and so uh, you know went ahead and fixed it. Uh, you know, we want him to to be 100% when he plays for us if he can. And, and that's, uh, you know, we don't want to screw up any kind of career that he has afterwards because he's got a bright future ahead of him. And uh, so he's been taking his time coming back. He's been rehabbing. Uh, matter of fact, he and Jordan both went to the doctor today. Uh, but hopefully both of them will be uh, right before that first game in August. And but you've got another receiver that you're you're high on as well. Talk about him. Yeah, uh, absolutely. We've uh, you know never missed a beat with Isaiah being out. Uh, we've uh, just you know it's kind of like our mantra around here. We're just going to plug in uh, the next guy up. Uh, so you know I know Ian was really comfortable throwing uh, to our tight end who we lost uh, to graduation. And Dobbs, uh, but also he loved throwing to Horton, and uh, you know a lot of times Horton would be gassed because he played on both sides of the ball, and and so we would just plug in the next guy up, and we've had several receivers uh, that have, have come along uh, through the years and and helped us, and uh, we love Michael Foglia. Michael Foglia has done a heck of a job of of. Uh, catching first downs and big big touchdowns for us, and uh, we wouldn't expect anything different from him this year. We're joined today by Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy. We're going to take a quick pause. We'll be right back. Chip Walters will join us with the 
Blue Raider Insider Report. WGNS is honored to be this year's Luther Award recipient from the Tennessee Radio Hall of Fame for Community Service. We are humbled to receive this prestigious award. Thank you for letting us be your good neighbor station. Good afternoon. Still heavy traffic flow. 24 East coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Watch your speed, especially 231, headed back out towards Shelbyville. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar is home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check out their flavors at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. (laughs) (laughs) Run! Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at HallsAutoCare.net. Halls Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Chip, what's going on today? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk baseball to start things off today. Former Blue Raider head coach Jim McGuire has been named the new head baseball coach at Vol State Community College. He was the head coach at Middle from 2012 to 2018. He was also associate head baseball coach uh, at MTSU going back to 1993. Most recently, Jim has been spending uh, his time as Director of Baseball Operations at Hit After Hit Baseball Academy in Nashville. He was inducted into the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame in 2020. Jim has a bachelor's in science from 
Cumberland University and an associate of science degree from Wren Lake College in Ina, Illinois. He played on teams at Cumberland, Wren Lake, and Illinois State as a student. You can, again, congratulations to Jim McGuire, one of the great guys, and is the new head baseball coach at Vol State. Talking about baseball, Conference USA had nine more players drafted yesterday on the third and final day of the first-year player draft. Hunter Stanley of Southern Miss went in the 11th round to Cleveland. Pitcher Aaron Holliday of Old Dominion went in the 13th round to Oakland. Pitcher Tyler Myrick of FIU, 14th round to San Francisco. Infielder B.J. Murray of FAU, 15th round to the Cubs. Catcher Aaron McKeithen of Charlotte, 16th round to the Cardinals. Pitcher Bryce McGowan of Charlotte, 18th round to the Rockies. Riley Davis, pitcher from UAB, 18th round to the Seattle Mariners. Pitcher Ryan Moore of Old Dominion goes in the 18th round to Milwaukee. And pitcher Javi Rivera of FAU, 20th round and the 600th overall pick to the Cincinnati Reds. Again, Middle Tennessee had one player drafted on day two. Aaron Brown went in the ninth round, overall pick number 268 to the Houston Astros. On day two, he joined outfielder Reed Trimble of Southern Miss, who was taken by Baltimore. Pitcher Ryan Ox of Southern Miss, taken by San Diego in the seventh round. Pitcher Hunter Gregory of Old Dominion went in the eighth round to Toronto, and outfielder Parker Bates of Louisiana Tech went in the ninth round to Kansas City. So just trying to do the math here, there's seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, ten pitchers is my count. Out of 14 players drafted, ten were pitchers coming out of Conference USA. All right, be uh, on the lookout on GoBlueRaiders.com as uh, Middle Tennessee has hired Sam Doughton. Uh, Sam is a staff writer for GoBlueRaiders.com. Be uh, on the lookout for more features, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, but Sam Doughton, brand new to GoBlueRaiders.com and their staff. He has uh, written over the past uh, as a communications writer at Wake Forest University and other places. But uh, this will be, uh, for the next two years, he will be a, a staff writer for GoBlueRaiders.com. Okay, fans, you want uh, sitting in the stands to be a little easier at Floyd Stadium? Well, MT has announced an exciting new partnership with Four Tops Premium Seating to provide added comfort for fans at Floyd Stadium. The airflow mesh bleacher seat developed by Four Tops dries quickly after rain, prevents pressure points that traditional stadium seating can cause and stays 30 to 50 degrees cooler than vinyl, plastic, or aluminum seating. Mesh chairbacks can be purchased for the entire season for just $45. Contact the Blue Raider ticket office at 615-898-5261 for more information. The seat will be permanently fixed to your bleacher seat for all 2021 home games. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update tomorrow. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. Talk to you tomorrow. And remind everyone, the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back.
At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy joining us today. Coach, we talked about your offense. We'll look at your defense. And boy, up front, uh, you told me something the other day that was phenomenal about two of your guys, and I'll let you tell our uh, listeners about that oh yeah yeah Ethan McLaurin who will now be a third year starter um, he had over a hundred tackles last year at D tackle and he had over 20 tackles for loss uh, you know and opposite of him uh, we've got a heck of a player who plays the same position defensive tackle and his name's Theron Gaines, and he had over 100 tackles with over 20 of them for loss. Uh, 20, 20 tackles for loss is incredible. Uh, plus, Theron had five or six sacks. He even had an interception for a touchdown. Uh, so those two are some of the most athletic D linemen you'll ever see. And there's a third one we got that gets overlooked a lot of times, but he makes a ton of plays for us in Caleb Cole. So we've got three guys returning from last year's defense who just uh, wreaked havoc on offenses. And, uh, shoot, man, that's uh, probably the strength of our team. You know, our running backs on offense are tough. But our D linemen, I don't know if we've ever had three that are as good as, as what we got returning. And at linebacker, you had some youth there. So you might, you'll probably, just because of their experience, be better at that position. Yeah, yeah, you know, Jarrell Franklin played as a sophomore, which is almost unheard of uh, at Oakland. Uh, uh, he did a heck of a job, and uh, we're mixing and matching different people in different spots because uh, Kobe Manning graduated, and he's going uh, to go down to Birmingham and play ball on Saturdays. But uh, he was able to play three different positions, and, and uh, hopefully this year A.J. Bullard will, uh, you know, be able to do the same things that, that he was able to do moving around. Um, you know, we got A.G. McGee, who uh, plays a couple different spots for us, too, that's kind of like a, a nickel safety outside linebacker type kid. Uh, so there's a, a lot of different guys that can be plugged in at different spots. And uh, so hopefully hopefully we've got, uh, you know, good guys in the, in the back end as well. Uh, you know, we know what we got up front. We just need uh, these guys with an extra year of experience to come through and, and play really well for us. 
and talk about your secondary that's kind of been a constant you've had player after player after player go on and play at the next level yeah you know uh we were talking about that the other day all of our defensive backs that ever wanted to uh go and play in college uh have gotten the opportunity since i've been here you know this is my sixth year here and uh we've pretty much got a pipeline uh to plan on saturday if you play db at oakland uh you're going to go to the next level and uh you know, I don't think it's going to be any different anytime soon. You know, uh, Josiah Gordon, uh, he's already picked up, uh, you know, a Kentucky Westland offer going to camp this year. Uh, he could play corner for us. Uh, we've got a couple different people that can play corner if Isaiah Horton's not able to go. Uh, Coach Jackson, our defense coordinator, has done a good job of, of cross-training a lot of people. You know, uh, our free safety uh, Dylan King started every game for us last year, uh, but at the same time, he can go play corner. You know, uh, A.G. McGee plays nickel, but he can also play corner. Uh, Eric Taylor might be the most talented of all, and and uh, he's just a rising junior. Eric uh, is a phenomenal defensive guy that, that can play all four different spots, uh, you know, at DB because he's just that smart and uh, does a heck of a job for us. So, uh, you know, we talk about nine guys returning uh, on defense, but, you know, I'd say it's somewhere around 12 because uh, there's at least uh, 12 guys that got a lot of playing time last year, uh, even though we lost, you know, like I said, a really good, versatile uh, tweener kind of player between a linebacker and a safety. Uh, we also lost Victor Stevens a good defensive back and, and punt returner. Uh, those two are going to be hard to replace, but we got several guys that are trying to fill their shoes. All right, uh, Coach, you you mentioned not a lot of sophomores uh, get meaningful playing time. I, well, I guess every all minutes are meaningful, but you got guys that they bide their time, and when they when their time arrives, they step in and go, but. It's one thing playing in a mop-up, and then it's another playing when it's a tight ball game, isn't it? It is. And, uh, you know, we're going to have some growing pains with that. Uh, you know, Cameron Floyd started for us on the offensive line as a guard, and, and uh, his first couple games last year were just really, really bad. Uh, but by the end of the year, he was a seasoned veteran, you know. That's one good thing about playing at Oakland is that a lot of times you may get an extra four or five games in the playoffs and uh you know by the time you know uh you're a junior you might really be a senior uh so we've got uh we've got a lot of guys that get some jv experience you know it's uh one of those deals where we take jv uh really serious and, and we win a lot of jv games uh because those guys uh you know they a lot of times aren't pressured into playing as sophomores uh, so they try to get on the field as much as they can, not just mop up duty, but do a good job uh, with our JV units. Joined today by Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy. We'll take a quick break and be right back.
Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. Good afternoon. Still heavy traffic flow. 24 East coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Watch your speed, especially 231, headed back out towards Shelbyville. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar is home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check out their flavors at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. You've seen the ads out there. Companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, locations in the Borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy joins us. Coach, your um, region's got a a different look this year. Um, Stewart's Creek, of course, coming down and playing, and then you lose um, well, Coffee County, Warren County, and Cookville. So um, that puts you in a scramble to get more non-conference games. But um, uh, it's pretty much just a borough or and a borough look with uh, Stewart's Creek being a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I wish. Uh... You know, I wish Samarna and, and Laverne, you know, I wish we were all in the same same region and all got to play each other. All of Rutherford County uh, bigger schools got to play each other. But we're real happy with Stewart's Creek. You know, uh, hated that we lost three guys that uh, were in our region for quite a while. But uh, we understand it's, it's always going to be a constant moving and shifting of, of different regions, and that's just part of it. But uh, it is neat to have Stewart's Creek uh, in our region, and, and like I said, what makes it even uh, more cool is that we actually played those guys, you know, in a COVID game last year. We weren't supposed to play them, and we ended up both needing a game, ended up playing each other, and I'm telling you, it was a heck of a game, uh, especially for the first uh, three quarters. It was tight back and forth, and, and so uh, we don't expect anything different this year. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, you know, Coach Caldwell, called Caudill um had a really solid first year and did some good things there so um they'll they'll certainly be a good addition yeah yeah i mean uh like i said at, at one point in the game i think it was like 21 uh maybe 21 14 21 16 uh 31 23 something like that uh there were some real key turning points in that ball game but it was really close <laughs> Uh, especially early and at their place. I got to ask you this. Of course, he's gone now. The C.J. Uh, Wilson, I think it was Wilson from Warren County. That's a pretty impressive athlete. Yes, yes. Uh, C.J. 
CJ got our attention the year before. Now, the funny thing is, a, a lot of people weren't even at our game. There was a big matchup across town, I think, maybe with Riverdale and Blackman playing each other a couple years ago. And I just remember our stands were, like, completely empty, and we were playing Warren County. And CJ just scored two long touchdowns on us and uh, did a heck of a job against us, you know, two years ago. And so he had our attention uh, as a junior when we go in at halftime tied 14-14 to with Warren County. So we knew that uh, he was a heck of a player and uh, did a great job last year. You know, he won Mr. Football, uh, and he deserved it because he never came off the field. I mean, that sucker was on offense and defense and uh, did a heck of a job for them. You know, historic season for Warren County, and who knows, we may see – you know, Warren County in the playoffs now since they're not in our region. But at the same time, uh, we're real happy that uh, CJ graduated. I tell you what, I, I've seen a lot of athletes. That's about as competitive a son of a gun as I've ever seen. Yeah, he was pretty impressive. Uh, he did a heck of a job. Like I said, not just on offense, in which he knew he was going to get the ball every play, but on defense as well. He, he had about 18 tackles against us and had an interception we only threw two the whole year he got one of them so uh yeah phenomenal player all righty coach uh appreciate you <clears throat> excuse me join us today uh look forward to seeing you on saturday mornings up here at wgns sounds good appreciate you having me all right thanks coach that's kevin creasy join us today on all sports talk um a couple other items we need to touch on before we get out of here <clears throat> no Braves tonight. Um, let's see. Last night, American League beats the National League yet again. Um, five to two. Not a big. Yeah, it was kind of a blog game, but you know, some good plays. Now, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit a homer about 468 feet. He was named MVP. Got me thinking. I do this every year around the all-star time um i went to the all-star game in 72 yeah way back then <clears throat> and i want to tell you who was on the field that day rod carew carlton fisk reggie jackson carl yaskrimski gaylord perry nolan ryan jim palmer luis apparicio catfish hunter and Brooks Robinson for the Amer the American League. No, I mean the um, – no, these are just no particular order. Um, Tom Seaver, Steve Carlton, Joe Morgan, Willie Stargell, Johnny Bench, Don Sutton, Fergie Jenkins, Hank Aaron, Joe Torrey, Lou Brock, Roberto Clemente, Bob Gibson, Willie Mays, Billy Williams, and Ron Santo. That's 25 players right there, and every single one of them are in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Pretty impressive stuff. Okay, I touched on this yesterday. <coughs> Excuse me. MTSU pitcher Aaron Brown, um, who really had a dominant season for the Blue Raiders, was drafted in the ninth round by the Astros with the 268th overall pick. Um, ninth round, good money, about $155,000 signing bonus. 
What's impressive about that, though, you got to think, last year there was only five rounds in the draft, and I think there's 40. So you had 35 rounds that didn't occur last year, but you had all those players. So to get picked in the top 10 rounds is pretty impressive. Of course, he will take his money and, and move on uh, to the next level. And um, won his last game um, against um, Charlotte, the number one seed in the Conference USA Tournament. The Blue Raiders beat them. So, um, I think overall there was about 15 or 16 Conference USA players drafted. Uh, I think one, somebody from maybe Old Dominion or Charlotte uh, went in the um, seventh round. But ninth round pick, that's good stuff. Um, He will certainly be missed. And, you know, he's from Mount Julie. He actually started his career at Vanderbilt. He was mainly a reliever. Then he went off to junior college, and then he came here. And he was off to a good start last year. Uh, you know, before COVID shut the season down. And hopefully um, we won't have the COVID issues like we did last year. You know, it hit Middles football team late, hit the women's basketball team, hit the men's basketball team terribly hard. Um, I mean, terrible. <clears throat> so let's knock on wood and hope all those athletes – get back on campus, stay healthy, and have good seasons. <clears throat> Excuse me. All righty, I appreciate Coach Kevin Creasy joining us today. Um, boy, they sound loaded, don't they? And that's going to be a lot of fun watching them on ESPN2. But, man, I can't, can't imagine how hot it's going to be that day at 2 o'clock in Jackson. So. All righty, you've been listening to All Sports Talk. That'll do it for today. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parts Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.